Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss the fourth episode of Will Trent, My Stupid Detective Brain, written by Kath Ligenfelter and directed by Cherie Folkson. I thought this episode was much better than its predecessor. Not as many flaws. This episode focused on one of the more unlikable characters in a way that show them to be insecure but still beneficial still worth something that earned them their badge despite how ridiculous they seemed i'm not sure what they're trying to do with ormwood but there were moments where it could have been easily labeled michael you are the weakest link goodbye like faith i'm trying to figure out how this man has three children i'm not sure it's possible but it doesn't seem as if the emotional maturity aligns with that and i'm not sure why we set him up to be this family man or continue to be this family man only so that people can't ship him and angie i don't know but i feel as if this is one of the parts of the show they really need to work on in defining what is the benefit of this character i thought at least it would be uh, a back and forth between him and faith as they did start off a conversation with this series at the beginning i thought that would have been nice to try to cement that into like a family or familial structure if that's what they were really going after i haven't read the book so i don't know who and what and when and how i think the the case thus far the cases have been pretty solid so i gave this one an 8.9 out of 10 i just wish they did a little bit better with the the personal romance angle of it all because it feels very shoddily shoehorned in for absolutely no purpose and no benefit including will and angie's relationship thus far I thought it was going to be about two people who love each other very much, but realize they need to grow if they truly want to be with each other versus this codependency that they alluded to, right? And then the next thing we know, they're very quickly back together, solidifying it in this episode that they want to move forward with the relationship, which is fine. Before episodes in, it does not feel at all organically, uh, emotionally driven. It feels ping ponged and thus I am not invested in it at all. What I am getting invested in more concretely is the partnership and friendship between Will and Faith. It is the driving factor, I would say, thus far in this series because They are very similar people coming from different backgrounds, but able to understand each other in a way that is actually making them better at their investigative work and in their personal life. That is a good premise. So if they could just, you know, I don't know, figure out what it is that they want to make Angie's character as and simply make either michael because he's just he's so ridiculous at this point he's over the top stop making him so emasculated so easily it does no favors for him but maybe 
on another note that may play into the juxtaposition between uh, if they're making a commentary on race and how both handle traumas and certain things differently. I think that would be a, a good contextualization if that's the intent going forward. And right now, I'm not sure if that is. That's just giving them a lot of credit that could be intriguing to uh, to watch unfold going forward. But right now, it's just a whole lot of everyone is circling around or all the men right now are circling around Angie and that simply is a rather distasteful look for the character in herself and for those characters surrounding her because they should have enough going on in their own personal development that they don't need that additional element. Before we jump into the review where we listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment. So we begin the case with two, I guess, film fans. I just know that they certainly got a C minus in the acting department. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I guess they're trying to find a proof of the howling moon or the howling man and her great grandparents were out here. Apparently that doesn't even sound realistic unless they were runaway slaves. <laughs> I'm so riding the elevator down to hell. But for the most part, their scene was only to bring in the the initial point of the case where a man runs out and he is struck by a vehicle. There's a gunshot as well. And they both decide to walk towards the crime. Run, bitch! Run! Going back two seconds, what was up with that five to ten <laughs> interval pause between my grandmother was here or something of that effect and she must have been on shrooms. I don't know. It felt as if someone was reading off of a script that was far away and they couldn't see their lines <laughs> until they eventually <laughs> were written bigger. <laughs> i'm just imagining this uh this leads to a man that is blind well his eyes well he is blind but his eyes look all white he's half naked he's incredibly tortured he's got singer cigarette butts burns not butts all over his arms and unfortunately due to blood loss he doesn't make it we can talk about the personal stuff. Let's just talk about the case first. On the case side, they go out to the crime scene. 
limited amanda in this episode and i will have to say this the one time she actually did not work for me because while it was funny where she's like why how did someone tell you about it (laughs) clearly they were talking about two separate things and then she barely asked but that's how he gets the information about the case and that uh angie and michael were the first ones on the scene they actually caught it but you're taking over but they're allowed to stay on it something that they both needed to argue about in a enclosed (laughs) the same thing everybody can hear you why do you why does this even need to be an argument this is professionalism just keep your weirdness like why would you need to announce why is your boyfriend doing here fuck you bitch shut the fuck up bitch back the fuck up i knock the fuck up you that sentence in itself is petulant and you too damn old and have had too many children in your home to continue unless you just go home and play xbox because <laughs> should not be acting this way sir faith is told about the case that they have they go out to the crime scene and upon trying to get ahead of the weather they're able to locate a second body which is the one with the gunshot they go and talk to the family michael is able to ascertain that a truck had escaped away from the scene the crime scene a green truck so the parents must have wanted their son to get caught since they did give the police an accurate description of his vehicle which led to his eventual arrest so they're protecting him but only so much you practice protecting him enough to hit a man with your car to cause internal bleeding why would you then well i suppose if you were like i guess we all need to go down because if i even go down he won't this is all weird and complex and certainly not the suspect i thought it would end up being because in a lot of ways this the scenario led up to a female or in my CSI TV show watching thinking, okay, they needed to subdue the guy. That means that they may need to overpower them. If you're a female, you certainly would use a chemical component or poison to do so, keeping them blind, the ritualistic fashion. And then that one, the one daughter that they interviewed she was so visibly angry when i thought they were gonna go through suspects her name was gonna come back up as they talked to the the families of the two deceased men they both turns out to be uh pieces of shit when it comes to the fathering department it's been a year daddy i really really miss you mommy says you went to the store to get milk anyways I'm failing all my classes, and mommy hits me very frequently, and she changed my name to Tickle Tipson. Anyways, daddy, I forgive you for abusing. I did like Will being like he made sure as he was dying that his driver's license was found. He was thinking about his family at the end. He knew he wasn't going to make it, and he at least wanted to give you some closure. I thought that was a more empathetic reaction than I would have expected from Will because I'm not quite sure what (laughs) other than his dyslexia at points 
what his interpersonal relationships if he's fully aware of how he treats people or his lack of treatment to people or response particularly when they need him to be (laughs) but it feels as if in the next uh last episode in this one that he does have a an observation for human emotion and reactionary and can have the appropriate reactionary response so i think maybe in the first couple episodes that was just a quirk of his persona due to dealing with a whole bunch of people he didn't like (laughs) that is just a supposition they end up going back out to see where he could have possibly held the victims well once first they take a trip to the morgue despite the fact that michael does not want will to accompany him he is more than a little ready to get away from faith because she is letting him have it if my answers frighten you vincent then you should cease asking scary questions but i thought that was a good scene too because will was able to bounce off someone who isn't quite so squeamish at the idea of discussing and observing the the cadaver part of the detective work even though they did they really need to put in the line angie's always down for anything fuck you that is insulting to everyone involved sir but this does lead back out to the crime scene where a water stream leads to <laughs> the funniest scene in the episode when Michael gets some instant karma when he uh, when he doesn't move as he told him to. Granted, he didn't tell him which way to move. That's fair. That is very fair. The funny part, though, came when absolutely nobody asked, are you okay? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. While searching the crime scene, they find an altar. It's clear it's a ritualistic type of murder or torture. And it seems to link to, as stated prior, men who are not the best father figures. This leads to a church, which leads to a pastor who says, Those are not. That person is not a person of God. I will not at all claim them. And I ain't got nothing to do with shit. And also I'll get you a list. However, on that list is probably just going to be the people that work here and come on a regular basis because everyone else, like the 15,000 other people just go in and out. And we don't actually keep a register because why would we? It's a church. However, this leads to flyers. Now, faith had been asking Will to check out certain materials when they were down searching the crime scene where the people were being kept. That's a nice song choice, by the way. Uh, Keep that up because that's the best part of CSI. (laughs) Their song choices as they're staring at things like dust and yet we're very entertained doesn't take much for some of our simple creatures when we just want to veg out on absolutely geeky shit that doesn't sound like anything but it sound like it could be something so we're sold 
um she then does this again like come look at this and he's like why don't you read it to me (laughs) she's got a look of do you think i'm an idiot because it's not someone who's gonna have to work with you on a day-to-day basis is going to figure that shit out Uh, they then go back to the office where they contemplate a few more things (laughs) before michael comes in uh, michael and angie with the lead on uh i don't even know <laughs> i just know the two men started getting into not even really a cockfight because michael's told to interview and then he's like no that's i'm not want to do that and then he's like you're not the boss of me and trent said actually i am this is my case so if i do ask you kindly to do something you need to do what you're told I think Angie calling him out for a tone or mood was unnecessary because he was in the right at that moment. Also, what happened to the supposed friendship once again between Faith and Michael? (laughs) Checking in. How is it working with the man that uh, got your mom removed from the police force? Are we just never going to bring that up again? Do we gonna ever learn what was the reason other than she went down the wrong path? Just just curious, just curious. Uh they then go to or he goes to a woman of the man that's currently missing. Forgot his name too. Which leads to her saying that he walked out on his first family. And that he talked to some guy that was talking about God and threw it in his face that he's not going to heaven because he already fucked over somebody, (laughs) fucked over a whole family in the past. And she thought in this moment to say he was a jerk. I miss him. What the fuck is wrong with you as a person? Michael was told he is good at talking to people. And that is something that Will does not like to do. So... You know, micro, what do you call it? Delegating. Delegating is is fair. It's very fair. Them coming in being like, they're so fancy up here. Like, why you why don't you get your jealous ass <laughs> on somewhere? At least Angie came in appreciating the organic apples. Like shit, I came in late because I was doing some awing and ooing. I wasn't acting like I was too too good for this place. Um, from here, Michael ends up going to the farm. Right before you can call in, he is tased, and that's when everyone is caught up to the idea that the parents also go to the same church as the pastor who had the lawyer up because things were looking a little suspicious on his side i didn't think it was him (laughs) i don't know why i didn't think it was him but i didn't he just didn't give me that feeling that vibe but and the way in which as soon as he's like what are you doing uh do these people go to your church because they were also at the crime scene oh fuck yeah they do is this gonna exonerate me what else do you need about these people i will tell you all they're brought in but will realizes when they readily give themselves up that it wasn't them that committed the crimes but their son 
due to the fact that his mother was abused by her first husband as well as the son uh, Michael is able to get him angry enough that he attacks without thinking and is able to overpower him and get him and the other guy out. He is able to look like he was ready to defend himself before the rest of the team show up and are able to uh, disarm him because he gives up pretty easily. <laughs> and despite the fact that Michael kept saying the entire episode that it was about the green truck he never was uh allowed to follow up on any component of that and he at the end got to say yeah i was right it did have something to do with the green truck even if i didn't really know what it was i don't know if you can get that much credit but will was like there there you're fucked up you can have that one (laughs) you can have that one I liked uh, his line, people carry their trauma in many ways. It's not an excuse for a reason. I think this is the the case for many serial killers like John Wayne. Not really John Wayne Gacy. I'm not sure, but I can't remember what his backstory was. I think it was equally fucked up. But certainly uh, Ed Kemper and his relationship with his mother, very well documented. You know, these are not excuses for doing crimes. There are people, unfortunately, in this world that are, are continuously going through similar or worse traumas and they don't they don't turn to murder so it certainly is not an excuse but it is a reason because if your deck is stacked horribly wrong early on in life like pedro lopez it's uh your chances increase with the natural one in seven percent psychopathy psychopathy of men turning into psychopaths not not great not great don't fuck up your kids (laughs) on the personal side it seems this episode that will was dealing with the fact that he is struggling with jealousy in regards to his relationship with angie i don't know if it's jealousy or insecurity she clearly had an affair never told him about the affair even though they supposedly tell each other everything and then it raises the question of what else could she possibly be hiding and is she just looking for a safe harbor because she doesn't want to be judged for her past actions um the idea that she's in aa and she's not really supposed to be in a relationship I mean, we saw the shit happen with Rue. <laughs> didn't end well. Didn't end well. Uh, there's al- already this instability there. It's imagined now a uh, triangle. Because I, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Michael either. He acts like he wants to have Humper as well. So I don't. It adds absolutely no value. I was a fan of them growing apart and then coming back together stronger. But now it's continuing to feel to Angie's detriment as if she's the one going. Oh, no, I hope I don't fall. She should absolutely be single at this moment. Them being honest with each other at the end was a step in a direction. I just don't know if I'm interested in going on that journey right now. On the other flip side of things, Faith and Will figuring out their secrets as she, we start the episode with her and the 
in the ER because she fainted, even though she says she did not faint. And he's not giving her shit about it. He's simply just being there. He even holds her purse in the waiting room. (laughs) Uh, Which was hysterical. And then he, as soon as she comes in, uh, gives her a protein bar. And she's like, since when are you? And she knows that he figured it out, but she doesn't want to talk about it despite him continuing to pry at it. And then she's like, oh, you don't want to talk about your secret. You got your reasons. And she continues to pry at it. So they just go back and forth uh, until they eventually have to confront it. Even when he loses his cool in the car. And she's like, hey, I love that, that she checks him immediately. Like, hey, it's fine. She doesn't be like, why the fuck are you yelling? That's annoying. She's more like, I understand you're invested you're caught up this is how you release your your testosterone it's not personal (laughs) and then she immediately goes into partner mode and assures him that things are going to be fine Uh, and then right after that she ends up fainting almost again and he's immediately like not lecturing her oh i told you he's just more like hey where's your insulin what do you need from me he's right there to be very supportive of her situation and bits that he knows how to give insulin injections which is something she struggles with because she clearly hates needles so that's a, a nice part of their friendship that he'll be able to do that service and she feels trustworthy it's a lot of trust for her to give to him uh learning something she's in her 30s she's never been diagnosed with diabetes it's like you can't have cake anymore <laughs> She's had to change her eating habits. And she was. Remember in the beginning she was uh, eating fast food. So maybe they are trying to make some commentary about black folks and how we eat. A little too much pork. A little too much uh, fast food. A little too much (laughs) of things that cause diabetes and heart disease. Uh, The research don't lie. research don't lie. So I thought that was good bringing that reality in for someone so young too. And it's not someone obese, which is how they usually present people with diabetes, which is very stereotypical because that does not, you do not need to be obese or even overweight in particular to be diabetic. Um, that she had some great lines this episode. Uh, what did the results say? They all came back positive from mind your business. Gotcha, bitch. When both Faith and or when both Angie and Michael revealed themselves, she's like, are you two doing some sort of magic show? (laughs) Amanda asked, what happened to you? I'm fine. Don't ask me no questions. That very much feels like me. I do not like people being all up in my goodies when I'm going through something personal. I just don't. I don't. I know I, I need to be better at that, but I also can relate personal i don't like people because then they just they become obsessed and then they don't want to tell you think tell you and no i don't need no no i do like the increased agency of faith though she sounded so competent co-signing the case up to up to the point talking to the detectives she feels more as if she's earning her place as his equal and not continuing the road of his student and that's good so as stated very strong episode 8.9 out of 10 interesting case didn't go in the the way i imagined uh 
I hope we're not going to have every week one of our people are in trouble. <laughs> uh, simply only because it has been consistent thus far. <laughs> it will get very old very quickly. I don't know if this show has been renewed for a second season yet, but I will say the the viewership hasn't necessarily weaned off terribly since its premiere. Uh, it does have just based on some US viewer ratings, a 3.61. That, of course, does not account for Hulu, which is uh, not data that I think fact it doesn't factor in the live viewership because the live viewership on ABC is 3.61. So it doesn't seem as if it is a failure and i hope that's a good indication that this show will be allowed to flesh itself out because it has all of the right ingredients it just needs to to find some stable ground that is my review for this week no feedback but if you want to join in the conversation gmail.com. my social media will be below like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black or magic Real hard, winning.